Welcome to Getting Over It with Caddy James, a safe place for abuse survivors and anyone ready to reclaim their power. In this podcast, we'll explore practical tools and techniques for releasing stored trauma from the physical and the energy body, plus have real-life conversations with other survivors to hear how they are thriving now, even after trauma. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. The show starts right now. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So welcome back. Um, It's great to be here showing up for you this week again and I'm grateful for technology and that I have the ability to show up wherever you are peekaboo <laughs> and talk talk with you talk to you uh share with you it's a lot less creepy than I just made it sound but hey I, I said I like to laugh so and I'm weird You've been warned. Um, But I'm grateful that I get to tune in with you. And I know that there's a lot of my listeners that I'm really good friends with um, that tune in every week. And I really appreciate everybody that takes the time to listen. And I appreciate my friends that take the time to listen because I know that it isn't always easy to keep in touch with all of the people that we love. And this is a fun way for me to feel like even though, even though we don't talk every week, girl, (laughs) you kind of know a little bit about what I'm up to, I guess. So I'm grateful for this gift. And with that being said, this podcast has been the gift. (laughs) It's been a, a joy and a learning experience as well as a great way for me to practice what we call in yoga svadhyaya. Svadhyaya is one of the niyamas. So in yoga there are niyamas which are basically it's the niyamas there are different ones. Um, They're like an attitude Uh, more than an attitude, I guess. It's basically how you, it's the attitude that we adopt towards ourselves. I'll say that. Okay. So it's the attitude that we adopt toward ourselves. That is a niyama. Okay. So svadhyaya is considered a niyama. That's more info than you wanted, but there you go. So svadhyaya. Sva means self or belonging to me. Adhyaya means inquiry or examination, literally to get close to something. So svadhyaya therefore means to get close to yourself, that is to study yourself. So all learning, all reflection, all contact that helps you to learn more about you, about yourself, would be svadhyaya. If it helps you learn about yourself or understand you, it's svadhyaya. Now, 
me get my notes out of my way. So Svadhyaya, yes, I have been experiencing myself. <laughs> Listening to your voice, first of all, that's very hard for a lot of people to just even hear their voice. Like if you recorded somebody on a video and you're like, haha, look at this video of you, and they started talking, most people would be like, ah, ew, that doesn't sound like me, does it? Or they just would be totally embarrassed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, good for you. However, I was like that. I would get embarrassed. And I know lots of people who still are like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, just hearing your voice can be challenging. So imagine the gift that I have where I not only get to hear my voice, but I get to listen to what I say and how I say it. So... Svadhyaya for me has been just viewing myself, I guess, in this new way. Um, you know, before this, I wasn't really going around recording conversations that I had and then re-listening to them. So I have been very interested in hearing the way that I talk or how I say things, in listening to how excited I get when I have a guest host whom I adore and I get to spend the time with them, the hour or whatever it is, talking to them. So I hear myself get excited. I, I hear myself get passionate. I, I hear the things that I say that I mean no offense by, but that I realize for anyone who perhaps doesn't know me that well or if it was unclear, perhaps there could be a misunderstanding. Perhaps what I say could be misinterpreted or offensive. So it's been very valuable to me to just realize the areas where I feel strong, the areas where I feel perhaps confident, and the areas where, hey, you know what? I think I could soften a little bit in that area. I think there's some more healing that I could do there. Um, so I have been really exploring that. And honestly, at first, uh, it was uncomfortable. Um, I'm still not, I'm not saying it's comfortable now at it by any means, but when I first started to listen to some of the episodes and edit them or whatever, I, I had that reaction again where I would be like, whoa, what? <laughs> oh my God, what did I say? Or listen to how I said that. And it was funny. And I, I had a really good laugh with one of my friends, April, who I recorded the episode number seven with. Um, I laughed with her about some of the stuff that we said on our episode. And there was nothing that was wrong with it. It was just like re-listening to it and being like, oh, oh my God, April. Wow. <laughs> so self-study, um, to move on with this topic. How can we practice Svadhyaya? How can we practice this in our own lives? So what are ways that we could be more observant to 
the way that we show up, how, how we show up, what kind of impression that we give people. Um, and it's not a way to like judge ourselves or nitpick. It's a way to really step back. Like they say, when your nose is pressed against the screen, you don't really see the big picture. So how could we step back a little bit from ourselves and just observe? How do I show up with my friends in the conversations that we have? How do I, do I interrupt them a lot? Do I, do I really listen? How do I show up with my children? Am I in a rush and do I just want to get to the point? Or am I giving them time to, to show up in their way? Am I meeting them where they're at? How am I talking with my partner? Do we communicate well? Do we do I speak kindly even when I'm a little bit upset? Am I being gentle with not only others but myself? So these are the things. This is what I've been meditating on. You know, where can I soften? Where can I be a little more neutral or relaxed. And I don't think I've said anything I regret up until this point by any means. Um, but yeah, I'm aware of, of the tone. I'm also aware of <laughs> still figuring this podcast stuff out. And um, I, I don't normally need a microphone because I have a loud voice. <laughs> I have a loud voice. I'm a loud talker. So even just recognizing some of the episodes where I felt like, oh, maybe my mic was a little too close. I kind of sound like I'm yelling. Like I said, some of the things have been uncomfortable. Um, and you know, it's okay to feel uncomfortable. Um, just practice not going into that self-sabotaging, you know, negative self-talk. Um, so I was pulling some Oracle cards yesterday and I like to pull three cards. This is a typical reading. I pull three cards. The first card is to me representing like the recent past or what just happened. The second card to me is representing like what I'm in now kind of situation, like the present uh, what's going on. The third card, I usually decide that that is like the very near future or what's coming if I stay on this path. And the fourth card, I like to pull as a way of, perhaps some people would call it the outcome card, but I also like to say that the fourth card represents what our higher self would want us to know, um, that kind of thing. Like what's the big picture? And the fourth card that I picked, it's one, one of my new favorite decks called, hold on, I want to say the right name, The Spirit Animal Oracle by Colette Baron-Reed. It's absolutely beautiful. The card that I pulled was Dear Spirit, D-E-E-R. It has a picture of an adorable baby deer. I don't know if it's a baby. It looks cute like a baby deer with this flowery, or sorry, feathery feathery headdress 
it's it's a beautiful card. <laughs> I'm not doing it justice. I'm going to post a picture on social media. But it says, Dear Spirit, the Dear Spirit is here to remind you to bring a gentle touch. And this card really stood out to me because it's it was very accurate to the svadhyaya, the self-study that I have been aware of. Uh, bring a gentle touch. That's a great reminder for me. And if you are a warrior spirit too, and if you are fiery and passionate, power to you. And also maybe this will mean something for you like it meant for me. I don't feel I need to change who I am, but I'm always aware of areas that could improve or could soften and to bring a gentle touch. Um, that was a great message for me because I, I want people to feel safe and comfortable and to know that I am not talking about topics or things on the episode in a way where I feel like, you know, you should, you should, this is how it should be. It's not like that. Uh, so although I am fiery and I get passionate about certain topics, um, just remembering to add that gentle touch, even if the gentle touch is, hey, and this isn't for everybody. <laughs> just adding that reminder. So, self-study, Svadhyaya. I'll post more about that on my Instagram and post some different ways that we can practice this in, in our own way so that you can also practice Svadhyaya. So there's self-awareness and there's self-study. And I think the part of self-study is the steps that get us to having that self-awareness. I feel like I'm a self-aware person. Um, but yes, there's always things that we're learning about ourselves and friendships, relationships, um, podcasts, interactions with people. These are all great ways where we're able to show up and just to remember to be intentional how do you want to show up? It's not because we're trying to wear a mask and give people the wrong idea. But if you know that you are a strong, fiery person, how do you want to show up? Do you want to use that to empower others? That's what I want to do. I want to use my strength to empower. I also realize that when you aren't ready yet to be empowered, it can be overwhelming. And so I'm also wanting to make sure that when I show up to empower others, that I'm also showing up and that they know that I'm here to hold space too. I am your biggest cheerleader, but I'm also great at holding space so I can sit with you in your pain, in your sadness. I can also jump and cheer with you at every victory, small or big. And so being aware 
of the kind of person and life I want to live, I want to be. And just doing my best to show up, to show up as my best. And that isn't always easy, especially depending on what's going on for you. If you aren't getting enough sleep or taking enough care of yourself with food or drinking enough water, it can, it can be really easy to not show up the way you want to show up, to not show up as the best version of you. When I don't eat enough, uh, I, I'm really good at staying hydrated, but I know that would be a problem. But if I don't eat enough or I haven't drank enough water, yeah, I'm really irritable, right? We go on that blood sugar roller coaster where we're just like, ah, <clears throat> I'm grumpy. <laughs> um, the Snickers commercials, you know, they really pick up on that. And it's funny. My husband every now and then will bring me a Snickers. <laughs> Um, so, you know, knowing as part of this self-awareness or the self-study, it's like knowing what you need and making sure that you're getting it. Take care of yourself. Eat enough. If you don't have an appetite because you're struggling with grief or you're struggling with still healing from trauma, can you drink a plant-based protein shake? I love those. Those are a great way to get your blood sugar up, get your mood back, and to to feel a little more empowered to show up the way you want to show up. So always knowing when you need a snack, an apple, whatever it is, take care of your body the way you would take care of a child. If you don't have kids, how would you take care of the little you, the five-year-old you? the six-year-old you, would you make them wait till three o'clock to eat? Would you forget to remind them to drink their water? No. So if that's what you have to do is imagine yourself as your childlike self to just get you there where you realize like I do need to take care of myself, then imagine that you're the younger you. What did you not get when you were that age? Did you not get enough snacks? Maybe nobody was cutting up apples for you. Maybe nobody was filling up your water, your water bottle. So do that for yourself. Treat yourself the way you wish somebody treated you back then or how you wish that you were being taken care of. So when our needs aren't met, it's really easy to not show up as our best self. Not getting enough sleep, Uh, for some reason, uh, last week or two weeks ago, it's a blur, Um, I had like eight nights in a row, eight freaking nights in a row where I was awake. Okay, I'm not saying tossing and turning. (laughs) I was full-blown wide awake until 3.30 or 4 a.m. every single day night slash morning and um you know then my two-year-old was coming in and waking me up at 6 6 30 whatever and so yeah it's, it's hard to show up as your best self if if you're not getting those needs met and sometimes it's out of our control it was definitely out of my control I did not want to be having a week of the worst insomnia ever 
so what else do I know about myself? Um, I need time, quiet time. I need time to just sit in the silence. That is very hard right now with everyone home and the isolation and the COVID. And, you know, I, I already had, I already felt like I had everyone here before this happened. My husband already worked from home, but um, it is different. There's perhaps hasn't been enough structure in your home or you're trying to figure out how to have structure with everybody there. Um, so finding time alone or, or with the quiet, it can be challenging. But I know like I need my time to turn my brain off or to just let the monkey mind like rattle the cage for a few minutes and then, you know, recenter. So sometimes I do have to let the thoughts kind of run wild. But when I have that time alone, that space to like disconnect from everybody and reconnect with myself, that makes it easier too to show up the way I want to show up. You know, in a perfect world, we'd all have everything we needed and we'd all just show up as our best selves. But I'm a trauma survivor. That's even hard for me to say out loud still. All right, I'm a trauma survivor. I'm abuse survivor because I don't see myself as a victim. I've done my work to the point where I know the ways that I allowed myself to be treated badly. And I also know the ways where I was totally out of my control. Um, So I don't see myself as a victim. But I do have to remember, wow, yeah, uh, hello. You've been through some tough shit. So cut yourself some slack. It's like I know that for other people, but when it's myself, um, yeah. Give yourself a break and give yourself some fucking credit. This is all the stuff that like I should be saying in the mirror, you know, but I'm saying it to you because we both need to hear it. (sighs) Healing from trauma, living again after trauma. It's, 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 you don't get out of the trauma or get out of the bad relationship or the bad work environment or whatever it was. And then it's just like, oh, well, it's over. (laughs) I'm glad that's over with. Oh, no, you carry it with you um, to a point, you know. And so when I say, oh, I've done my work, there's always work to be done. There's always more work to be done. But I've done enough of my work to recognize that yeah, uh, maybe I need to be a little more gentle with myself. Maybe I need to give myself some credit. Maybe I should acknowledge that I have three children at home with me all day, three pets and a husband. And look, somehow I'm still managing to make time to do some of the things that I want to do for myself. Instead of feeling like it's not exactly the way we want it or maybe we're not doing that good of a job so being gentle adding that gentle touch in how we treat ourselves too so 
to bring it back to self-study, getting to know you better, getting to know how you show up better. Some and and like I said, recognizing what you need. You need enough food, you need enough sleep, you need enough quiet time, uh, playtime. Also need enough playtime. Playtime is so important and healthy and if you are a creative entrepreneur or you work um in some way your work is creative um play play will help your creativity flow play is important what is that saying all work and no play from that horror movie i'm not gonna go there but you might know what i'm talking about so this episode being willing to just observe ourselves being willing to see how we show up being willing to acknowledge any flaws and also being willing to be nice to ourselves and be gentle being willing to take care of ourselves and give ourselves the rest that we need the time that we need for me remembering that it wasn't very long ago when I was in my old toxic abusive life it wasn't very long ago when someone was yelling at me that he hated me and that I was stupid and pushing me against the wall, screaming in my face. It wasn't that long ago. So just remembering the work that you've done and how far you've come and that there's always more healing to do and we're going to be triggered and we're going to make mistakes. We're going to revert back to old ways. But just getting right back right back up, getting right back on track, getting right back on your yoga mat. Still going forward. As a woman or a man, as a person who practices svadhyaya, who isn't ignorant to their needs, their wants, or how they show up. So I have some exciting, exciting episodes coming up. I spent this week, I've recorded uh, three episodes with guest hosts. Um, they haven't been released yet, but I'm really excited for what's coming for you listeners. I have Emmy coming on with me. She's... Um, a trauma survivor that I found on Instagram. She is amazing. She is very self-aware and insightful. We have a whole episode recorded where we talk about rest and taking time to rest. And that rest doesn't just mean sleep. There's lots of things we can do and lots of ways that we can rest. So I'm really excited for that episode and for you to tune in and join in on that chat. 
I also have another episode that I recorded with a good friend who is also a podcaster and she actually really helped me get my podcast going. Um, a fellow yoga teacher and another woman who when I saw her, I just knew she was another one of my soul sisters. Um, we have an episode coming up that's all about walking away, walking away from toxic workplaces, friendships, partners, family, whatever it is. So there's some exciting things coming up. And I know I, I've had fun so far doing this. Um, and yeah, like I think I know where I'm going. I think I know what I'm doing with it, but, it, but I'm still learning and the episodes are still evolving. Um, you know, it's just, I didn't want to wait till I was ready or till it was perfect. So with that, you all get to witness <laughs> my caterpillar becoming a butterfly. Um, these episodes, you know, becoming more gosh, what's the word? Uh, just remembering what I want to focus on, remembering what I want to include, remembering to include meditation, remembering to, I don't know. It's just, it's all evolving. It's all coming together. And I'm grateful to be where I'm at now, where I know that it's okay to just start and that it will all come together. It will all unfold. It, it The people will show up. The listeners will show up. The guest hosts will show up. Um, so yes, I'm grateful to even be able to just go for it, to just start. Um, and I'm grateful for the friends and the people who I don't even know yet who are listening and who are coming with me on this ride, on this journey. This podcast is dedicated to all of us who have survived trauma. Perhaps it was abuse, perhaps it was traumatic situations, um, because, because that's where I'm coming from. That's who I'm talking to. That's who I can understand and who I think can understand me. And that we can support each other and to hold space for each other. So really quick, just before we start our meditation, when I was recording the episode with Emmy, it was such a wonderful experience. Just talking to her, first of all, just emailing her to even ask her to come on my show. Um, it was so nice to work with somebody who I know is also a trauma survivor. I get anxiety when I get emails. Sometimes I can't even open them for days. <laughs> um, yeah, it's embarrassing, but that happens to me. Um, I got her email back and I, it took me a couple days to reply and I just let her know like, Hey, I'm sorry that I don't respond that within minutes. Um, but I'm literally like, drafting up five different emails in my head or in like the draft section of what I want to reply back to you. Like it just takes me a little bit of time to get past that anxiety. 
because just like my episode with April, who am I to do this work? That's an episode because I feel that. I feel that. Who am I to email someone that I don't even know and ask her to come on my show? Who am I to even record every week? I still feel that. And working with Emmy, it was a great learning experience for me. She adds that gentle touch. She adds that gentle touch. And before our episode even started, um, we were chatting, getting ready to push the record button. And I let her know, I'm like, hey, I'm just really nervous. Um, I've, I've been nervous to talk to you, um, but I'm, I get really nervous before, before every episode. So, um, you know, like I just let her know, okay, so we're going to close our eyes and we'll take a few deep breaths and then I'm, I'm going to hit record and you just wait for me to start talking. And um, I just let her know, like, I'm nervous. And she's like, it's okay. I'm actually really nervous too. And you know what? I just accept that about myself. I get really nervous before I do stuff. And that's okay. She's telling me this. And this is exactly what I needed to hear. I get really nervous before I do stuff. And that's okay. I still do it. And, you know, I stop being nervous once I start. But I get really nervous too. And I'm like, yes. Thank you. Because I stopped feeling so nervous once I start too, but I get really nervous. Um, and especially when I have a guest host, I get like paralyzed nervous where I'm like, Oh my God, I hope that this works. And that's why the episode with April was quite funny because we had so many hiccups and she was just there for me the whole time. Like, Hey, it's okay. I'm still here. I've got time. I literally had to download the zoom app on my laptop while we were talking so that I could keep recording the call and she just held space for me. And so thank you to April. Thank you to Emmy. Thank you to all of the other sisters in my life who understand and who get it. And, and even if they don't get it, they get it enough to be like, yeah, that's okay. Start when you're ready. I'm here. It's going to work. We're in this together. And those are the women that I want to keep around in my life. And that's the kind of woman that I want to be too. Just holding space. And I think I do that. But I'm still learning that other people can do that for me too. And it feels so great. It feels so great. So thank you to both of you. And to all of you holding space for me. Now... We are going to wrap it up with a little meditation. Um, coming up soon, I am going to do a full episode dedicated to yoga nidra meditation and what it is. Um, but for now, I've just been including some very brief mini meditations at the end. And um, we're going to do that now. So... Once you get comfortable, either sitting comfortably, ensuring that your spine is tall so you have a nice clear channel for breath and energy. Otherwise, my favorite way, lying down, getting comfortable on your couch or your bed or your yoga mat on the ground. Take a full body stretch. Stretch, stretch, stretch. Reach your arms up over your head, point your toes. 
<sighs> now, bring your hands back down to your sides. Face your palms up gently at your sides or on your lap if you're sitting. Bring your body into your awareness. If you feel safe, close your eyes. Recognize that your body has been a trusted vehicle. It has allowed your expression in the world, creating accomplishments and contributions to the best of its ability. Now it is time for your body to rest deeply. Become aware of your inhalations and exhalations. Without any struggle or effort, allow your inhalations to be a little more full. Your exhalations a little more complete. Allow attention to rest on the experience of steady, unbroken breath. Draw the breath into your lower belly and fill the lungs from bottom to top as if filling a glass of water. As you breathe out, empty your lungs from top to bottom, inhaling bottom to top, exhaling top to bottom. Imagine that you are a seed that has been planted in the soil. Feel the soil all around you. Beneath the soil, it is very dark. It has started to rain and the earth above you is getting wet and is making the soil around you very moist and cool. The sun starts to shine and the earth begins to dry. You can feel the energy and warmth of the sun. You would like to see the sun and experience the light. You feel the pressure of the soil on top of you and that tells you which direction to grow. You send out a tiny shoot, breaking the surface of the ground above. At the same time, you start sending roots down into the earth for support and nourishment. 
as your roots probe deeper into the earth, feel yourself growing upwards towards the light of the sun, higher and higher, bursting forth into your full expression as a tree. See the tree that you are full of bright green leaves, alive, vibrant, full of life-giving energy. You are fulfilling your potential as a tree. You are incomparably unique. You are you, standing fully in yourself, in all your glory and vibrancy of being. You drink water through your roots and absorb sunlight through your leaves. These are your food. You produce life-giving oxygen for all the animals and people of the world to breathe. The more that you receive nourishment, the more that you share with the living planet around you. You are needed. Your contribution is part of the whole. Without it, existence is missing something. You are needed. You are part of the whole. Beginning to bring your awareness back to the physical body. Feel yourself lying here. Notice the air as it touches your skin. When you feel ready, bringing back any subtle movement, pointing and flexing the toes and feet, touching each fingertip to the thumb several times. Gently turning your head side to side, left and right, coming fully back into your body. Notice any feelings of peace, of contentment, and bring these with you everywhere you go. Take any feelings of peace, safety, and love with you. Until next week, I see you, Satnam, keep showing up.
I love you already.